Welcome to the Uncommon Lungs Podcast, hosted by me, Julia Ray, and brought to you by Everyday CF. This podcast is sponsored by Vertex Pharmaceuticals Incorporated, and all participants have been compensated by Vertex. Views expressed are those of the host or guests, and are not necessarily shared by Vertex. Nothing discussed on the podcast should be considered medical advice. Such advice should only be provided by a medical professional. Remember, everyone's experience with CF is different, so it's important to talk to a doctor before making any changes to your routine or engaging in physical activity. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy hearing these perspectives from the cystic fibrosis community. Everyone's experience with CF is unique, but we're all in this together. Right now, the world looks a little different. We are going through unprecedented times and navigating our CF care on top of it. How does someone keep their routine in check when so much of daily life has changed? During the fall semester, it was a little hard to keep track of everything. One, because it was a new school year and too, because it was college. So I felt more pressure. I literally had to set an alarm for myself. Sometimes it would go off while I was in class and (laughs) just to do my meds. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Uncommon Lungs podcast, where we share different perspectives from the CF community. I'm your host, Julia Ray singer, actress, and advocate for people living with this disease. As you may know, I have CF. And while it impacts me every day, it has not stopped me from pursuing my dreams. The same is true for so many in this community, and I hope hearing their stories will give you insight into our everyday lives and inspiration for the future. Today, I have the privilege of speaking with Grace, who I've known since she was very little, but now she's in her first year of college. She's gonna share a little bit about her experience with that and how she has managed to keep up a daily routine through this absolutely wild ride of a year. Grace, thank you so much for being here. Can you start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi everyone. First, thank you so much, Julia, for having me. And uh, so my name is Grace. I'm 19 years old. Um, I'm from New Jersey, and I live with my parents and one of my older sisters. Um, I'm a freshman at Loyola University, and I love to read, play tennis, watch Netflix. Um, <laughs> and, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really love... Uh, to play the ukulele. I actually picked it up over quarantine and I've kind of lost touch with it a little bit, but I'm trying to get back into it. Um, So yeah, that's me. (laughs) I love that. I love that you picked up a new hobby through this. Um, What's it been like managing your CF routine and transitioning to college during a pandemic? Why don't you walk us through (laughs) what that's felt like? Um, it's been a little rough at certain times. Um, at the very beginning of the pandemic, keeping track of my treatments and my meds was pretty easy because, you know, it was things were very new. So school wasn't really that rough. Um, everyone was figuring everything out. So I had a lot more time to focus on 
my health and um, keeping myself well. Um, and then, of course, during the summer, I had all the time in the world. So it was perfectly fine and perfectly easy. Um, during the fall semester, it was a little hard to keep track of everything. Um, one, because it was a new school year and two, because it was college. So I was, there was more, pre- I felt more pressure or I was putting more pressure on myself probably to, you know, get the perfect grades and do everything that I possibly could to, um, keep my GPA up and be successful. Um, and so it was hard to keep track of my meds and keep myself accountable for that. Um, and same thing in the spring, but it's definitely easier now because I do have more of a handle on just college life and I guess the college workload. <laughs> um, Which is intense. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> um, sometimes in the fall, I would literally, I don't really have to do it anymore because I kind of, I've kind of gotten a handle on it now. But in the fall, I would literally set my, set an alarm on my phone to take my meds and do my treatment because I would literally just completely forget. And that's not good, obviously. So <laughs> I literally had to set a, an alarm for myself. Sometimes it would go off while I was in class and <laughs> just to do my meds. And it worked because uh, now I don't miss them ever. Or okay, I, not that I don't miss them ever, but I miss them a lot less than I used to. So that's good. Yeah. I love that because I think it's hard for any of us to start a new habit, right? And essentially, this is a new habit because it's a new routine for you because college is brand new to you and you're home and trying to do it at home. So I think the alarm uh, system is kind of a great one <laughs> to to adopt for any of those out there that are, that are forgetting. I'm forgetful, so I get that totally. <laughs> um, what how has it been trying to stay in touch with your friends through this virtual year, this, this pandemic? What's it been like for you to stay in touch with your friends? Um, it's definitely been hard. Um, like losing touch with my high school friends that I probably wasn't going to stay in touch with anyway. Um, just, you know, our lives are going in separate directions and sometimes that happens, uh, with friends. And so, um, trying to stay in touch with them and also um, trying to make new friends over the past year has been a little rough. Um, I have made a few connections with kids at my school, so that's really nice. Um, so I'll definitely have you know people to look out for and um, hang out with next year. So that'll be nice. Um, the friends that I was going to stay in touch with, I have. Um, so that's really nice. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure when you arrive at school in person, it's going to be so easy for you to just fall into a great social network once you're there. I I remember that so fondly about college. So, I'm excited for you to be able to experience that once once you can make it there in person. <laughs> and what about just cuz this was daunting for me when I was starting college? Roommates. <laughs> how how has that been for you? Did you did you find a good roommate? Um, so I got really lucky with finding my roommate pretty quickly and finding someone who's really nice and who I get along with really well. Um, I haven't had the chance to live with her yet, but we've become friends over the past year. Or so um, I'm sure everything will be great. We're really close friends. 
Um, we met because after I committed to my school, um, I joined like this huge group chat of kids in the same year as me trying to find roommates, trying to find friends. Um, and there became like a separate group chat that broke off of just, I think, I don't really know how many girls were in it, but there were quite a few um, looking for roommates. And we, so we connected through there and um, we had like a Zoom night almost with a bunch of us where we just kind of like talked about our selves and our routines and our schedules and stuff like, and our hobbies and interests and stuff like that. Um, and we connected through there and we've been really good friends ever since. And so I'm really lucky to have someone who is really accepting of CF because I told her like right away, as soon as we decided <laughs> that we wanted to be roommates, I wanted to be open and honest with her and let her know that I had CF and she was really okay with it. And so I'm really, uh, lucky to have her. <laughs> I'm so glad that you have her because I think having that built-in buddy system at college with your roommate is so important. I was lucky enough to have it and find it myself. And I think for anyone listening, it, it can be so hard to be that vulnerable with someone new from the get-go. But I think um, like you did, Grace, it's so important to just let it out. And, and because really what they want to do is they want to be there for you. And it's really nice to have that added layer of support, especially as you're navigating college life and, and this huge life transition. So I'm so happy that you found <laughs> that with your roommate. And I can't wait for you guys to finally live together. <laughs> you you mentioned your love of tennis earlier. Um, what's it been like to stay physically active during the pandemic? And are you looking forward to picking tennis back up when you get to go back to school. Definitely, for sure. I'm so ready to be out on the court again. Um, exercising during the pandemic has been rough at times and easier at other times. I feel like in the very, very beginning of the pandemic, like March, April, May, I was nervous to leave my house. Like beyond sitting in my backyard, I was so scared to be outside and like even be... 20 feet within 20 feet of anyone besides like my parents and my sister. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I did at the beginning of the pandemic was I found these YouTube videos that this, uh, other woman with CF was posting, um, of her workouts. They were probably like 30 or 40 minutes long and they were rough workouts. Um, and they were really, but they were really good because they kept me active. They kept me in shape. Sometimes my sister would do them with me. Um, and so that's what I did a lot during the beginning of the pandemic. Over the summer, um, I tried to play tennis. I ran a few times. Um, and then in the fall, like the fall semester, it was kind of hard to like find a groove of working out because I was so focused on schoolwork and my treatments and just trying to figure out like that schedule and balancing all of that, that exercising kind of did fall by the wayside for me. Um, and then over winter break, I kind of was able to pick it back up again, started going on walks. Um, and then spring semester, unfortunately, exercise has kind of fallen by the wayside again. <laughs> um, but during spring break, um, I was able to pick walking back up again and finals are over in a couple weeks so after that I'll be able to hopefully exercise a lot more than I have been. <laughs> 
I think I think it's a common thing, right? For all of us, when the pandemic hit, we were like, "Oh, we have all this extra time. We'll we'll be so active." And then you're like, "Oh gosh, the same thing every day is getting old." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I I love that you found YouTube videos um, of another woman with CF. I think that that just speaks to how amazing it is to live at a time when we can be so connected through the internet and social media. And I I just love that. And um, I've loved getting to stay in touch with you and your family um, as a background story for everyone listening. I actually, for the first time ever, spoke about having CF at a gala fundraiser that Grace's mom and little five-year-old Grace uh, (laughs) was they were there and, and we were dancing on the dance floor, of course. Um, I mean, gosh, probably 20 feet apart. But uh, I so vividly remember your mom thanking me for sharing my story and because of you. And that was honestly the big inspiration moment for me to continue to share my story. So you and your family have such a special place in my heart. And I'm so glad that you're sharing your story today. Oh, I'm so happy. That makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I've told your mom that story, but I don't know that I've ever told you. So you guys mean a lot to me. <laughs> but speaking of support systems and, and connecting with people, what what is your support system? What is your support system like? And how has that translated into this year and then transitioning into college? So my support system is definitely my family and friends. Um, my family has always been really, really supportive and accepting of CF and they've never made me feel different or um, like weird about having it. Um, when I was really little, oh, my voice cracked again. <laughs> okay. When I was really little, um, my aunt would have sleepovers with all of my cousins. And um, when I was really little, I wasn't able to sleep over yet because I was probably like three. So my mom just wanted me to sleep in my own bed. (laughs) But I would go over for a few hours. And if that um, overlapped with my treatment time, my mom would bring my treatment with me and I would do my treatment while me and my cousins were watching a movie. And it was never weird. No one ever made fun of me for it or um, made me feel different for it. Um, I was definitely like, everyone was very like protective of me because all my cousins are, um, well, a lot of them are a lot older than me. And so everyone was very protective of me. Um, And so no one ever made me feel weird or bad about it. Um, And especially as I got older, that was really important because it like helped me be more open with my friends about it because I had this support system at home of everyone who was loving and accepting. So I never felt like that wasn't a thing I should share with anyone. Um, And so I've always been really open and honest with it with my friends since I was little. And even with like just my classmates and my peers, people who I interact with on a daily basis. Um, I used to do the CF walks when I was little or not even when I was little, all through elementary school, middle and high school, I did the CF walks. Um, and every year, maybe like a month or a couple of weeks before, I would get up in front of my class and talk about the walk and say, you should come, come hang out. You know, there's fun music. And, you know, it's obviously for a good cause. And I would explain what CF was in, you know, basic wow. terms. Um, and then as I got older into middle school and high school, I would get up in front of 
all of my classes one day and talk about it. Um, so I've always been really open and honest about it. And um, that definitely comes from my family being so accepting and loving about it. I love that. I mean, I'm so impressed that you had the confidence to do that at such a young age. And I think um, I think people listening can definitely take something away from that. And, and I think sharing your story breeds more confidence to share it again, right? So I mm-hmm. think that kind of method is so great. Um, you're just full of great wisdom at such a young age. <laughs> what advice would you give to whether it's young kids that are approaching the college age and the college transition or parents of children, what advice would you give on how to navigate that on top of, of CF? Um, I would definitely say balance is really important. And I know that sounds really obvious, but it can get hard when you have so much work to do and you also have to do your treatments on top of that. Um, So easier said than done. But I think keeping a balance and knowing what your limit is of like being stressed and overwhelmed with everything and knowing when you need to like take a step back and be like, okay, I just need to relax. I need to, you know, get my mind off school. And whether that means exercising or relaxing or taking a nap or doing your treatment. Um, I think knowing when to like step back and take a breath and like really check in with yourself and see how you're feeling is really important. So, so important is to take that step back and and reassess where you need a break. It's okay to take breaks. Even if you're overwhelmed with your workload, it's, it's important to take those breaks. So that is such good advice. Thank you so much for being here today, Grace, and sharing your story. It's been so good to catch up with you, and I can't wait to hear how things go when you get to go to college for real. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Such great advice. It has been a challenging year, but with a little support and a lot of time management skills, It's possible to move forward toward a sense of normalcy and routine. Remember, everyone's experience with CF is different, so it's important to talk to a doctor before making any changes to your routine or engaging in physical activity. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Uncommon Lungs. If you like this podcast and want us to keep making more, please consider subscribing. And for more CF resources, daily tips, and recipes, visit everyday-cf.com. Make sure to tune in next time to hear how caregiver Jen and her son Michael were able to persevere through shifting family dynamics and health challenges by maintaining a positive mindset.